You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. And welcome to Profile Pod TV. I'm your host, Double A. Welcome back here for another spectacular episode of the pod. We have another another special one in store for you with another spectacular guest. It just, it, it always, it's never a dull moment here on this podcast but because okay. the guests that we bring on are superb. Like I said, it's, it's, uh, what we do is we bring on individuals who are doing extraordinary things in life to inspire the human spirit. And tonight's guest is no exception to that. Before we get to her, uh, let me just remind you to uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to Profile Pod TV right here. Uh, if you want to show support, that's one way to do it. That's a great way to do it. I would really appreciate it. Just uh, click on that bottom right-hand corner logo, the purple logo there, and uh, hit subscribe and you're all good. Um, leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff, right? Drop me a DM on Instagram. Give me some uh, feedback on the on the show. Uh, you know, tell me how ugly you think I am. I don't know, whatever. Uh, just to get, yeah, I love interacting with with the the guest. Uh, well, obviously the guest, but the audience, and it's always fun. It's always fun to get feedback and all that good stuff. So I, I appreciate everybody who's here. If you're here on the audio platforms, uh, obviously I, I really appreciate you. And if you're on YouTube watching. Thank you so much. So let's get going here. Let's get going to our guest. Our guest here um, is hails out of Los Angeles, California, uh, by way of uh, North Carolina. This the great state of North Carolina. She's here in California now. She's a singer, uh, songwriter, entrepreneur. She's got a lot of big things going. She just uh, dropped her EP. Uh, starry-eyed a, a few months back and we're, we're going to hear all about it we're going to hear what inspires her future goals plans and where she's headed because she's definitely headed for the stars ladies and gentlemen without further ado please welcome alexandria flip filipowski welcome alex how are you i'm doing good how are you today Oh, thank you. i'm great i'm great thank you for asking thank you for taking the time it's been a pleasure i mean you know, we, we, we scheduled this obviously a few months ago and here we are. Here we are. I'm so happy to be here. And it's, you know, it's, it's wild. You think like, oh, that's so far in advance. And yeah, we're here now. Time is sneaky like that. <laughs> it really is. It really is. You know, I remember as a kid thinking, oh my gosh, it's like three months away. It's so far away. And then that's life though, right? It's life, you know, it, it, time, like you said, it sneaks up on you and, and, and here we are, but uh, yeah, we were, you know, how, how's everything going today uh, for you? How, how was your day? Uh, everything is going well. Um, you know, uh, I briefly was telling you um, beforehand, we're in the process of moving, which happened kind of um, unexpectedly. We found a place up in North Hollywood. So um, kind of just getting things together. It's been like, um, kind of like a hustle and bustle thing to just get little things that you forget about put together, like Wi-Fi you have to wait for, you know, a week and a half, um, little things that put your life on halt. Um, and so we've been doing a good job just, you know, just making whatever we can work for the day, getting comfortable. So I can't complain. Yeah, you know, moving's uh, always boatloads of fun, right? <laughs> it, 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 I um, I actually have moved so much since college. Like in college, I feel like I moved into different places so much, and then afterwards moved into different apartments, houses so much. Um, and I almost started to get like not addicted to moving, but I always felt as I upgraded in my life, I needed a place to kind of mirror where I was feeling in life. So if I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone, or if I wanted to make more money financially, I was like, okay, I got to push myself because right here I'm, I'm stuck here. So what can I do to, you know, mirror where I'm at now? So it kind of feels good to, to get out of my little tiny apartment that I had in Hollywood now. 
more room. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice to to sp get more space and. But yeah. I like how you put that. Yeah, you, you kind of you want to live kind of where you know where where it mirrors how you're feeling and what your goals are at that moment in life. And um, yeah, yeah, good for you. No, that's great. Um, I'm glad to hear you guys are, are moving along. And um, but uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about Starry Eyed. Let's get right into it. You know, uh, you, you drop. Yeah. You dropped your EP. It's an EP, right? It's uh, how many? Is it six songs on the EP on Starry Eyed? It's five songs. It's five. four solo songs and then uh, one duo project with um, Surf, who also produced and engineered the album. Um, we actually didn't intend on that fifth song being placed on the album, but it ended up working out so well uh, that we were just like, okay, let's do a duo track on there too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, and by, and by the way, I love uh, Another Land. I really like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. One. Say again. Oh, it was a fun one. Yeah, we were like, let's include that, you know, because that was just a, a fun experience to make. And it kind of went with the whole taking you to a different level of thinking, taking you to another land, another place. So it kind of all worked out with Starry Eyed. Absolutely. I think that's such an appropriate title flip because, yeah, like you said, it, it it takes you to another place, another land. Yeah. Another kind of thing. Like you, you kind of just uh, you get lost in 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 in, in, uh, and you, in a good way, though. I mean, I'm saying you, you really just kind of, you kind of lose yourself and you just kind of enjoy where where the uh, the music takes you and wherever that you want to go. I think that's a cool um, again, that's a great title and, and, and the, the whole, the entire EP is really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I appreciate um, that so much. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, um, you basically, so you, you released it in February, yes. like you said, produced by Surf. How long did it take to, to produce the entire album from beginning to end? Oh, so it was definitely a year in the making, um, you know, I had always been such a fan of music. I played instruments when I was growing up, but I was always that person who like sung in the shower and was absolutely mortified to sing in front of anybody. I like wanted, you know, I had like this secret idea. I was like, I hope someone like randomly catches me one day and like tells me I'm just super good at singing, but I was too afraid to put myself out there. Um, so I never did anything with it. I, um, you know, I was always like a huge consumer of music, always like throughout high school, like middle school, high school, college was always like looking for the new band, the new artist, something fresh, something unique. Um, and I ended up in the fashion world for about six, seven years was working in corporate fashion. So I was always kind of there, you know, intermixed with music, but never confident enough to do it myself. Um, you know, just by chance, ended up meeting Surf. And one night he was like, let's just like make a, a song for fun. And it was, you know, something completely different. Um, like one of the night, first nights we hung out. And then as COVID hit and the pandemic hit and him and I were starting to hang out more in general, it was like, well, what is an outlet that we can use that, you know, kind of turns something that seems really bleak and really upsetting into something that could be a fun experimentation time. Um, you know, we were the naive people that thought the pandemic was gonna maybe last a month. Um, I did too, I did too, trust right? me. <laughs> so we were like, oh, let's just, you know, do this, it'll be fun. Didn't really think about it and we're just cutting a couple tracks. Um, one of the first songs, which is Smile High Club, the first song on the EP, that was made, I believe, uh, last June or maybe last May, actually, around this time. Um, that was the first solo song that I felt like, wow, okay, I actually made, like, I would listen to this in the car. Like, I really, like, felt confident when I recorded it. Um, and it just kind of, like, stood around for months, you know, until we decided to make the, the project. Um, and went back to it, and I was like, okay, I definitely want to include that because that was at a time where once quarantine is over, like I remember writing it being like, once quarantine is over, once this pandemic is over, I want everybody to be in the smile high club. Like, you know, this is probably as low as we can go. Where can we go from here? Um, definitely wanted to include that. And then just after that song, I think course was written like two weeks later, 
Um, the Hill was written actually the night of another land. Uh, we actually had a really productive night in the studio and that was like months later. That might've been even like January. Mm. Um, so there were other songs that were like kind of coming in. Basically I ended up finishing the EP at a time that I didn't realize it was going to be finished. I thought it was definitely going to need to have more time and then it just kind of worked out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it basically, um, all, all, is all of 2020, would you say? It, it, I think uh, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a lot of songs that did not make it on mm. there. Um, a lot of just like practice songs or fun songs. Um, or also, uh, Surf and I made a lot of duo tracks that we think we're going to put on a different project. Um, but when it came to solo songs and the ones that matched with the whole idea, then yeah, it probably took a whole, it, it took a whole year. Wow. Yeah. No, and that, that's, I mean, typically, it, it, did you guys set a, 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 a kind of a, a date for, you know, complete completion? Or is it one of those where you, you just kind of went with the flow and you, you wanted to kind of, you got, wanted to get it right and then worry about the, the release date later on? Yeah, it was, um, it was that for sure. I definitely wanted my first project to come out and I can get lost in, you know, the perfectionism, imposter syndrome kind of thing where it's like, okay, I could have spent two, three years trying to master these four or five songs and realize that I'm never going to, that was actually one of the lines in Smile High Club is like, if I, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it later. Um, so it was kind of just like, if people judge, it was like all those preconceived things that people could potentially think about me, you know, oh, I was in fashion. I was over here. Like, oh, what is she doing now? She's like, so all over the place. Now she's <laughs> making music. Um, but I've always found myself so creative and so quite honestly, ADD that I get very bored easily, uh, when it comes to whatever I'm making. And I think that eventually I kind of go in a cycle where it's like all these other artistic ventures kind of come back together and music really felt like all of it, you know, I found a way to incorporate like writing, um, visualizing, almost like painting in my mind mm. uh, with music. So it just became this thing where um, had no idea I was going to be capable of it. Uh, I think deep down I knew that that was something I always wanted to do and I just went for it. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's a uh, that's really cool. As an artist, I'm I'm sure you grew like exponentially as an artist, right? Um, I think. So. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, what what? Give us some uh, some of the um, most uh, you know some of the key things you learned as an artist through the process through your journey recording uh, Starry Eyed. Oh yeah. Okay. So basically, just this whole year. <sighs> you know, I think for everybody was a testament to learning about ourselves, what really makes us happy, um, how we can get really stuck very quickly. No pun intended. We were physically stuck. Yeah. How can we mentally get stuck? What are really um, negative things that we do on a daily basis that don't progress us? And what are really positive things that help us progress and help us become the person we want to be? Um, so it was a lot of just life lessons of ups and downs. Like, you know, I think life is like that. It's always like this bell curve kind of flowing situation. But I think if life has been like this for most of us, this past year has been like this. Yes. And so all of this left, it's basically been like, okay, um, what have I been lacking when it comes to communicating with my loved ones? How do I communicate with my loved ones? Um, was I actually wasting a bunch of time doing stuff pre pandemic that I don't feel like I resonate with, but it was to, you know, impress other people or um, to do because I felt like that's just what society tells us to do. So, you know, pre pandemic, I was going out a lot. Um, I'd always been like very nerdy growing up. So as I got into high school and college, I was like, I want to like do the cool people thing. And I learned how to do the cool people thing really well. I learned how to drink really well, <laughs> learned how to party really well. And I just started to notice how much it wasn't bringing me to the part or the, the person I wanted to be. Um, so a lot of that time that I would have been out I really had time to reflect and 
you know, I, I'm a huge reader. Um, this isn't even half of them set up yet. So it was like a lot of time that I never had before to read my books. Um, you know, the time I was out doing things with friends, it was like, okay, I can knit more sweaters. I can make more music. Um, so it was just kind of re-meeting myself, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. the, the album was definitely taking bits of pieces of myself and learning and kind of talking almost to a different character. Um, I know at this point I'm kind of ranting, but no, um, no. <laughs> um, the, the Smile High Club music video that's going to come out at the end of the month on the 28th. Yep. Um, it's a fully illustrated music video and that little character flip, um, it was kind of like, you know, that little character was literally going through different phases, dimensions, colors, uh, ideas of life, um, throughout the whole last year. So you kind of have to take that little part of you out and that little part's got to go explore, mm -hmm. figure out what they like. Um, and go from there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I like how you, you it just everything kind of uh, lines up with the with, with you know the what happened in twenty twenty. Uh, you know, well, if you think uh, if if the pandemic hadn't happened, flip, do you think you would have recorded uh, this album? <laughs> that's the funniest part. Is you know. Uh, this is why I guess like everything happens for a reason. It's like, as, as soon as I don't believe that anymore, then things will happen where it's like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, I think I would have eventually tried to make music, but I think it could have taken way longer. Um, I think I would have gotten maybe, maybe sidetracks, not the right word, but focused on an avenue that still wasn't bringing me as much happiness. Like maybe I would have stayed in fashion a lot longer. And I had already known like in that business, I was like, this isn't doing it for me anymore. I love it, but I, I don't feel like, you know, I, I, I see other people absolutely like eat, breathe and love this industry. I'm not waking up like that excited for it. Um, so I think I would have just, you know, I, I probably would have found something. Um, I think music was destined to find me no matter what, but this album definitely, the, the time and the place and all of the energy surrounding it, like, uh, and definitely too, you know, I owe it all to surf to have, you know, spent so much time with me in the studio producing and engineering it with me because that was a whole other thing is like without him, it definitely wouldn't have come into creation. I don't think, yeah. um, or I would have had to find other people to, you know, work with. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah. I think to answer your question, yeah, I think definitely because of this year and how, um, surf and I were actually quarantined together. Um, that was a huge reason why the album happened and was able to be released in February. Yeah, you, you know, it's it's interesting because you, I've talked to so many people that have, uh, that, that started uh, side businesses, uh, yeah. you know, podcasts, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of different stuff, right? And I think that was just the naturally people having, um, maybe it was necessity, you know, mm -hmm. trying to find another income. Uh, or exploring um, themselves, you know, yeah. because we had more time on our hands, but whatever the reason was, but it's interesting how, yeah, how that kind of, um, you know, that's kind of the phenomenon of, of 2020 where, yeah, people just did things that uh, they've always wanted to try for whatever reason, right? For, you know, yeah. they kind of got out of their comfort zone. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's great. That's great. I'm glad you, you were, you, you know, produced a starry eyed and um now what, what was the uh the the inspiration uh for you know for that concept well you know you wanted to kind of you know the the take the far out kind of the um how do i describe it you know in this in, in going into space the cosmic kind of thing um yeah. what was the what was the inspiration for that for that uh, concept so not only, you know, on like a piece of paper type of inspiration, I've always been interested in like aliens, metaphysics, uh, space. The fact that I'm even existing right now blows my mind. 
Um, and then the fact that we're all around, um, you know, that tree is outside, you know, not, you know, not to go into that type of stuff that I always am thinking. I love it. About. Yeah. I'm just always thinking of like, you know, how on earth did we get here? Um, all those life questions, all of those space questions. Um, yeah. That's kind of like the on paper definition. And then it was also just, um, you know, individually, each song had a little bit of, you know, uh, almost like storytelling throughout my my real life, like experiences that I've gone through that have led to growth and have led to um, kind of that feeling of going into completely different dimensions. Mm. Um, also, Smile High Club, definitely, especially with the video, probably comes off as an extreme drug song. <laughs> But it's really just all about being high on life and really taking all in, uh, you know, the beauty around us, because I think a lot of us got very, very down. I know I did um, over the last year. It was just like low lows and high highs of like, OK, like we're almost through this. We're done. No, we're not like, you know, that's as simple as I can put it. But it was starting to just really like sit with myself and being appreciative of the very present moment. Um and that's kind of where Smile High Club came from. Um, course was actually, I thought I was writing it about like sleep paralysis and dreams, but it actually ended up being like, you know, just any of like people that you encounter in your life that somehow have a big hold on you that try to take you off of the course you're supposed to be on. So that was almost like saying goodbye to previous people or instances that really didn't align with me. And I hope, you know, I wrote it. So other people, even if people are going through a breakup, like I hope you can listen to course and be like, yeah, you were trying to take me off my course, like no longer. Um, the hill was a, another thing of like, um, manifesting whatever you're thinking. So in the beginning, I'm like, I'm sitting on the hill sinking in. It's real. Um, yeah, I go into like, let's all get, get, get real drunk, but drunk, uh, you know, that can be a party song. Uh, the way I wrote it is like, let's just get drunk off of whatever is going on around us. Like life is wild. Um, it makes, you know, we do crazy things as humans. Um, love is crazy. Um, just being alive. There's just so many things that like, okay, it's sinking in. It's real. Let's make the most out of it. Um, state of the world was probably like my darkest song, which it was like, I was basically talking about like the media, all of the news. It's like talking to a wall. Um, you hear one thing next day, it's the next thing. Everybody's so incredibly emotionally inundated that we're turning on our best friends, um, you know, because of belief systems or whatever it is. And that one was more of just like, the state of the world, like stay out of it um, because it's always going to try to suck you in. The negative voids will always try to suck you in. Um, and then another land was like, let's just, we'll take you all to a new place, have some fun. Um, and that's kind of like individually where everything went. Um, and then, sorry to answer your question about like starry eyed, um, where I got that. Um, concept was not only because it had all the metaphysical and outer space stuff with it. Um, it was also this idea of believing in myself that if I wanted to do music, I'm feeling starry eyed about it. Um, I'm not making music to necessarily become a star, but it was that breakout moment of being super shy or like insecure as a kid where I was like, okay, I got to like put myself into like starry eyed, whatever that means for me, um, kind of just breaking out and here I am and, and shining like a, a shining star. <laughs> no, that, that is, that, that's beautiful. That is awesome. Hearing it from the artist, um, herself, you know, that is, uh, you know, it, it, I, I love this type of stuff. I love it. You know, <laughs> the meaning behind everything and, um, and then, you know, and, and then you leave it to the audience, right, to the listener to make, yeah. create their own interpretations and see where it takes them, right? I think that's, a, it's a beautiful thing. For no, sure. Thank yeah. you. Of course, of course. No, and, and uh, 
it, it, I like the t- I love the title again, Starry Starry Night, because you know, um, well, there's a painting, famous painting. I think it was Starry. I'm sorry, not Starry Night. Starry Night is the painting. Starry Eyed is the album, and the Van Gogh painting, right? Yeah, did, yeah. Did you take anything from that? Any influence there from the, that painting with the title, Starry? You know what? I didn't even put that together, but there probably is something that I could find in there where I'm like, huh. Like, <laughs> oh, so it's just a coincidence then. Yeah. It's just a coincidence. Um, yeah. And also, it's also a coincidence. And I completely forgot about the song until after releasing the album. But Ellie Golding also has a song called Starry Eyed, which I'm sure you've heard it, where it's like the, we sound starry eyed. And it's like um, But I actually completely forgot about that song um, until. But Ellie Golding is a badass, you know, artist. So I was like, okay. I hope she doesn't mind. <laughs> no, no doubt. No, I, I, you know, but, uh, so you grow up and I, I kind of want to take it back a little bit, flip yeah. a little bit. <laughs> What's that? Oh yeah. Let's go back. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You grew up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Yeah. And when did you, um, well, talk about that experience a little bit. I can, you know, and before, if I may mention, I was in the Navy, right. And, okay. uh, for a few years and you know i met uh people from all over the country and in particular north carolina everybody i met from north carolina super cool people down to earth love the party though that was the one thing i the the, the one common thing i met uh, i i saw that in addition to being great people and very nice and cool and down to earth very outgoing very they love to have fun and very uh just yeah love to have a good time I think from an early age, you do learn to like host parties. Like that's a big thing is like, you know, if you don't have 60 different cousins where you're always having reunions or parties, like you're going to your friend's cousin's reunion where you're meeting everybody. Um, You know, everybody in the town knows who everyone is. Mm -hmm. And that's saying a lot coming from pre like social media days. It's like everybody just knew everybody in some way, shape or form. Um, And so growing up in in North Carolina, I actually, my dad was originally from Chicago. My mom born and raised North Carolina. So we kind of, uh, for my dad's job while I was very young until kindergarten was, were, you know, like traveling around the country. Um, He had to travel a lot for his business. So I was very lucky that I saw, you know, a bunch of different spots. Um, Then when kindergarten hit, we kind of finally settled in North Carolina. And I did in some way feel like an outcast for, uh, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, I guess maybe like kindergarten through second grade, not really. But then like third grade was when you're starting to, you know, become more of a little bit of a teenager. Um, Kids are becoming more of their own person. Um, Just I think I was a little bit more of like the nerdy kid like deep down but i tried really hard to be cool i wanted to be like you know i I was like i really just want people to like me like i kind of grew up as an only child um my parents have had me my mom was 38 my dad was 42 so i was like they say i wasn't an accident but they they met you know and had me later in life whereas my mom had um my half brother when she was very young and then my dad when he was very young had uh my sister and my other brother Mm. so they came to me i kind of grew up as an only child was also around a lot of adults because my siblings were 22 years older than me um so i grew up feeling a little bit of an outsider. Um, but I also loved where I was from too. I, it's, it's hard to kind of explain. Um, so as I grew up, even through high school, I was like, I'm ready to go explore the world. Like I'm either going to New York or California. Like I'm going to be a city girl. Like I want to get out of this hometown, this like little Southern town. I don't know why my parents decided this one, like why wouldn't they go, you know, to like, the cities that I see on the TV shows, like, yeah, you know, my naivete was like that. Um, so ended up going to art school, uh, in Savannah, Georgia. But before I go there now, whenever I go home to North Carolina, I am like absolutely in love with it. It's gorgeous. Um, I definitely know that it's like home base and roots and I, 
now I'm like, wow, when I was a kid, I was so ungrateful. Like I just didn't see <laughs> beauty behind all of this. Like, um, so growing up, I, I had a, a wonderful childhood there. Um, and I, I can't be mad at it at all. But yeah, people do like to party and you do, uh, I guess because it's wide open spaces, you yeah. learn very young how to drink because everybody's drinking on the field. <laughs> uh, nothing else to do. Yeah, nothing else to do. Getting parent, um, sorry, other friends, siblings that are a little older with fake IDs. <laughs> It was like, what field can we find tonight in high school and stuff? But <laughs> yeah, it was fun. No, no doubt. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to. I've never been to North Carolina. I uh, would love to go someday soon, really sooner or later. Cool. And it's crazy how much it's grown since then, um, especially like Asheville, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, all of those towns, which like seems like bigger cities to Winston are now actual like cities that are, I, I can't understand how you know different it is now but it's wow. so much fun so definitely go yeah no doubt no doubt and were you would you say you were introverted growing up flip i was um i was definitely the kid who you know i think also too my parents were a little bit older so they had already done the kids thing mm -hmm. um they were i i i don't know what it was but it was just like i was very easily entertained by coloring books um, game Boy, I was a huge video game lover, computer game lover. Um, so I would just like, you know, do my only child type things in the playroom, come down for dinner. Um, so I learned how to entertain myself very easily. Um, so I think that definitely stems from the introversion. And because I was so introverted and I was a little bit like, um, you know, once I started to go to school and notice that everybody had like a bunch of siblings, I thought that was so cool. Um, and I was like, oh, like, I wish I had siblings that were closer to my age. Um, and so I was like, okay, I should probably learn how to just be more outgoing. So I pushed myself to do that, meet new friends, try to be as outgoing as possible. Um, so I think as I've gotten older, I'm definitely like introvert, out um, extrovert, but you can like leave me alone in the house all day and I'll find something to do. Like I'm very easily entertained. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I was, a, I can relate because I'm naturally an introvert myself. So yeah, it doesn't take much to, to entertain myself to, you know, for me to be entertained. Um, yeah. Now, musically speaking, Flip, growing up, um, uh, what were some, did, did you play any instruments? Did you sing at all? Were you, how was, what did that look like growing up? Yeah, so I was, my first instrument was actually um, the third grade. We had like a third grade band program. So you could either play the flute, the clarinet, or the trumpet. Um, I picked the flute. Okay. Um, I ended up like being really good at the flute for my age. So somehow I was doing that for the year. And then I got asked to be a part of the, um, the Winston Youth Symphony. And I freaked out and got so scared and and so just like I don't know what it was. Um, yeah, stage fright. Okay. That I just couldn't do it. I was like, oh my gosh, like you know, I love this instrument, but that's so scary to me. So I ended up not doing the symphony thing. Um, I wanted to play the violin, the piano. Like I wanted to play everything. Um, I really wanted to play the guitar, but my parents never let that one happen. Um, I think that they were interested more in like the classical side of things, like you yeah. can do like the violin, but it was a great way. Um, since my dad always like worked so much in the uh, tech industry, um, it was a way, um, you know, for me to have some extracurriculars. Um, so yeah, at first I did not start out playing sports at all until later. Uh, you know, as like more kids are playing like soccer when they're really young, I was like doing flute, violin and piano, um, ended up not doing the flute and violin for as many years, stuck with the piano for a while until, um, until I started getting really heavily into like field hockey sports in, in high school. Oh, okay. Um, but I absolutely loved my music teacher. She was this amazing Russian woman who like was just like, okay, sit up and feel the piano, feel the music. 
Uh-huh. Um, and you could just see in every part of her essence, like how much she just loved music. Um, I still think about her today. Her name was Natalia. Um, but that was definitely like, I always loved music. Um, aside from playing the instruments, my dad, huge character. Um, unfortunately him and I are estranged now. So I haven't seen him since I was about 12 or 13. Um, but he's always been a huge character. Um, very, uh, what's the word? Not even unique. Um, I'm losing my vocab right now. Uh Um, we're going to go with unique for, for right now. Um, and he used to play, he used to have almost like an addiction of buying CDs. Like he loved music. It was when I remember when the first like, uh, desktop IMAX came out and iTunes came out. He was like obsessed with putting all of his music on iTunes and thought it was Mm. the coolest thing. So um, I remember he bought, uh, like NWA, uh, Lil John, Missy Elliott, um, the monkeys, he had uh, everything. Um, but the ones that were really fun to listen to with each other were like, like Missy Elliott, Lil John, yeah. Queen Latifah. He loved the Ying Yang twins. So I learned <laughs> some very dirty things very early <laughs> on, which was unintentional. Like he just would play things like, And I would just happen to be there and it was okay that I was listening. Um, But I I do think that that was his way of like introducing me into to cuss words before he accidentally said one around me. Um, (laughs) And ever ever since then, I've just been a huge like hip hop um, rap fan, rock and roll fan, never really dipped into country, which was more like my mom's side of things. Uh Um, but my mom definitely influenced me with like listening to the beach boys, um, listening to ABBA, listening to kind of just different genres. So I was lucky that I was, I was given like a very eclectic, uh, basis for music and what we listened to in the house. Um, Mm -hmm. I think there was always music playing. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what, what were your some of those influences musically as well, you know, you know, so it sounded like you, like you said, you had a pretty eclectic uh, experience with uh, a nice variety, you know? Yeah. So to this day, like my two top artists, no matter what have always been like black Sabbath slash Ozzy Osbourne and then Missy Elliott. Oh, wow. So Interesting. I know, yeah. So I know they don't necessarily go together, but that was kind of like, Black Sabbath brought me into watching someone super characteristic, super unique, uh, someone as Ozzy Osbourne um, coming through that that band, um, learning about him. And I think also, too, this was during the time where their their reality show was on VH1, okay. uh, the, the Osbournes. Yeah. And so I just had like a double whammy of just like loving Ozzy Osbourne. Um, and then, yeah. And, um, Missy Elliott was just always like, I just thought that she was so badass as a female doing so many cool music videos, um, having a completely different sound than anybody. I think still today, I don't think anybody can touch Missy Elliott's direction, especially with creative direction. Um, just the way that she thinks about things, the way that she puts music together. I don't think I could put anyone next to her that says like, okay, you guys could battle. I don't think anybody could beat her. I really don't. Yeah, she's definitely very uh, you know, original and unique. Yeah. You know, no, no doubt. That's, I like that. I like that, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm the very, I mean, I have a very eclectic taste in music. Yeah. You know, I um, love... You know, whatever your mood is feeling. Like, yes. You feed it with the music. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I love Black Sabbath, by the way. I, I love yeah. Them. Yeah, Ozzy. I and, love and, it. <laughs> you know, yeah. And then, you know what? The, I I just thought of something, you know, you know, starry-eyed. And, and, uh, I know Black Sabbath has uh, some of those um, kind of those cosmic uh, mm-hmm. you know, motifs in, in the, with their albums. One song that comes to mind, uh, Planet Caravan, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know... I- like one of my favorites too is Sweet Leaf and uh, oh, yeah. 
just different like sounds that they were able to create, especially in that time when it wasn't like computer based. Like now we can generate any type of yeah we want. Yeah, but I just love how like even Iron Man and like War Pigs, how different that was. Oh, um, yeah, it's just like I just feel like that they. I really, I love when my brain senses something different and something new and that was really different and new it's still even to this day yeah black sabbath is the same as missy elliott's like uh they just sound different no doubt no doubt flip so so uh, what year did you come out to california oh let's see um so i've been here since 2016 actually at the end of that year oh my goodness so that's not too long ago i mean five years no more than five years yeah, I feel right. like I'm like, I guess I can on paper say that I'm an official, like resident local, but still so much to learn. And um, each time, you know, I kind of started out in like the downtown area and then moved to Hollywood and now up in the valley that I, I never thought I would move up here. Um, <laughs> each borough really is its own little city. Um, yeah. So still exploring everything to this day. Um, so yeah, I'm still enjoying it for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And what was kind of your, uh, what brought you out here? Was it the music? Was it or was it work? Um, yeah, so definitely um, at the time um, I went to SCAD in Savannah, Georgia, and majored in fashion design. What my specialty was and still is, I've just kind of put it on the back burner for now, um, is knitting sweaters and knitwear. So I decided, okay, where are the fashion capitals of the world after I get my degree? I'm definitely going to either need to go to New York or Los Angeles. After I started visiting New York a few times, loved it to visit, had a lot of friends out there. I am too laid back for New York to live <laughs> there. I realized very quickly that it was not the city I, need, I needed to go to. Cause I think I would have gone through some really wild ups and downs, even just trying to get to work on the subway. I'd be like, I can't do this anymore. I'd probably yeah. be so dramatic about it. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm from the East coast, regardless of the limiting beliefs I have of my capabilities in New York, I'm going to move to LA. Cause when, when, but now would I do that? Um, especially since I had no family over here, um, didn't really have any ties to it at all, except for the fact that it just, you know, it, LA sounds good <laughs> when you yeah. don't know it, you know? Um, I had visited a couple of times and, and then realized too, that after visiting, I was like, okay, I really can see myself living here. Um, they definitely still offer a lot of fashion jobs and a lot more of the fashion jobs that I was seeking anyway. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that's what, that's what led me here um, originally. And from there worked in fashion and corporate, ended up getting my dream job on paper in fashion, which was with uh, revolve.com, which is one of my favorite online e-commerce brands. Okay. But I still just knew, you know, like I had said that uh, I found people who like eat, breathe and love fashion. I used to feel that way, but I was like, okay, I think that something else is in my sights. I don't know what it is yet. Mm. Quit my job actually January, 2020, before we knew anything about COVID was yeah. you know, how the year was going to turn out. And so I, I basically know that I would have probably gone furloughed or fired um, anyway, when the pandemic hit, because basically everybody that was in the office did end up losing their job at least temporarily. Mm -hmm. um, not permanently. So it was this weird kind of cosmic thing where it just, for me, like the fashion side of things just came to a close, at least for a little bit or, or for right now. I still have yeah. major love for it, but yeah, just, just, it was time to go. <laughs> right. It's a different season for you now. Different season. Perfect way of describing it. Mm. And, and so, um, Talk about how you met Marcus, your, your producer, and, um, you know, Surf Records and, and, and everything uh, along those lines. How, tell us about that. Yeah, so that was actually, um, this story's kind of funny. Um, 
I never really did the LA party scene, like the Hills parties. And I have a friend who is really good about like finding all of those and loves to go to them. Mm. And I guess this was like November, 2019 at the time. Okay. Um, she was like, Flip, you never, you, you know, like you never come out to these, like, let's go do it. Like, let's go to one of those like YouTuber houses. It was the phase house, which I still don't necessarily know that much about. Um, but it's just huge and they film a lot of um, YouTube videos there. Okay. Um, you said the phase house, Flip? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that's probably all the information I know about, about <laughs> which is unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry if they end up watching this. Um, but yeah, so we decided to go randomly. Um, I'm with, you know, it's not just that friend, but I think three other friends decided to come with, and I see this guy, which Marcus surf, and he's wearing a leopard print, uh, puffer jacket down to the floor, no shirt, sunglasses and like this just basically like a wild outfit and i turned to my friend and i was like i have to just go like see what what that kid's name is <laughs> introduce myself and oh. that, like just kept in contact but i was like again like i was talking about with the music that catches my eye like originality mm. i was like i want to know what that kid does <laughs> yeah and it turns out you know um curiosity uh, yeah and like we were hanging out um for a little while before i knew how talented he was at producing and making music and then you know like i said too he just uh like one night we were just hanging out um and for fun he was making a song and he was like you should lay down a verse or like i know you like to write um you should record what you had written in your your notebook and after that was kind of like well, if you didn't want me to make music, like now I, I caught the bug. So <laughs> we're going with it now. <laughs> That's awesome. And the rest yeah. is history, right? The rest is history. Now Starry Eyed was born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And um, yeah. And by the way, yeah, Surf um, Marcus will be here next week. Yes, you know, he will. Cool. Yes, he will. Very excited to watch that one too. Yeah. What a treat for, my, for me, you know, because. I get to you know talk to you both of you on consecutive weeks, and it's, I'm going to learn so much oh, yeah. about both of you. Yeah, yeah. So, I, but um, but yeah. So, so you met Marcus, and then you, like you said, um, you, you discovered how talented he was and or is uh, when it comes to music and producing, and um, yeah, you yeah, know. And, and what about now, Flip? What what uh, what are some of your contemporary, you know? Uh, musical influences now. Who, who who do you like now? Is there anybody out there that really catches your your ear? Uh, so this is the sad part um, for me is that like you know like I was saying I've always been the person who wanted to look and see who the up and coming artists were, and I was doing that um, for so long. But I think because we were spending so much time in the studio and and do all of that that music to me i'm more of like okay i want more like quiet time so i'm not as like much of a consumer of other music right now so contemporary so honestly i'm re-listening to the people that i've always listened to um haven't really found any like new contemporary people of <laughs> course too, i bet honestly as soon as i get off of this this interview, I'm going to have five different people. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't mention them. I know, it's right? <laughs> happens um, every time. Yeah, it happens every time. So I'm probably lying right now saying I, I can't think of anybody. Uh -huh. um, but I know that there are an extreme amount of talented people that are coming out every day. And I'm always listening to like the 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 radar releases on Spotify. Oh, so yeah. it's really just me listening. And then unfortunately, I need to pay more attention to the names and people that are dropping music. Um, but right now to the the people that we're listening to are, you know, I'm fortunate enough to say that they're um, surf and ice friends who are also making music. So um, a bunch of the times that we do listen to music, we're, we're providing feedback to our friends, um, listening to what they're cutting, listening to what surf's made in the studio with other artists. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the music right now that we're listening to. Very cool. Yeah, you, you know, Flip, personally, I, I, 
I, I love, I'm a big, you know, I grew up, I was a kid in the 80s. I was a teenager in the 90s. So those two decades for me are very, you know, have a very special place in my heart. And I'm constantly listening to artists from those two decades. Uh, early 2000s, so as well, you know, but um, but now like in present day, you know, this moment, um, you know, there's only the handful of artists that I really kind of, I can tell you. Uh, I, I do like The Weeknd, um, some, some some Drake, you know, uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that in, in both R&B and hip hop. Um, yeah. some country stuff like that, you know, but for me, it's like my wheelhouse is, is always going to be the, the older stuff, you know, that's just me. Same. You know? And I, I, uh, you know, as I get older, I'm, I start recognizing why, you know, you go over, you, you were going over to your friends, parents' houses and they were listening to the music that they, they grew up with. Or like, yeah. you know, when I speak to my grandfather, like what type of music he remembers, it's like after a certain point, like you just don't search for any more yeah. music. Um, and so I understand that now. I definitely don't want to get stuck because I know that there's so much like incredible sure. being produced, but, but I get it. It's, it's almost like comfort food in the form of audio. Um, at least for me, like when I'm listening or I decide to put on music, I'm like, okay, I want that comfort food, that stuff that I know that I love yes. that I want to put on repeat. Um, I love that. I like how you yeah. describe that. It's like a lot of just it, it, that kind of vibe. And, um, I recently, I'd never been on like the vinyl track, um, or a vinyl collecting kind of wave, but just started over the past year. And like one of my favorite records to listen to is like the mamas and the papas. Oh yeah. That one's just so good. Like it just sounds so good on a vinyl while you're doing other things. Um, so yeah, just like, but just old school stuff at this point. Um, For sure. but yeah, I need to, I need to dip my toes back into the waters again. So. Yeah. One, one artist I can recommend. Um, she's from, Virginia, yeah, okay. not too far away from North Carolina. Right, that's I was gonna say. Uh, her name is Kelly. Uh, you might have heard of the, her song. Oh. She had a hit song, Caliucci's. I actually really enjoy her. Yeah, she is a really great artist. Yeah. Yeah, she has that hit uh, Telepatia in, in I Spanish. Love that. Yeah, she great she song. Great job. She's super original too. Um, um, I haven't seen her perform live, but one of my really good friends is like. That's her girl is Caliucci's and has like seen her perform. So she's like, she's wonderful too. So I, she's a good one. I'm glad that you, you reminded me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because you know, I'm, I'm an older guy myself and you know, so that's one I, I can relate to, you know, contemporary artist and, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, what what flip what now what, what kind of motivates you what's your driving force behind your life and um you know what going forward you know just in your life with music and just in general what motivates you what motivates flip oh that's such a good question um i feel like i am that person who is addicted to like self-improvement so what fuels my life is every day, how can I become more in control of my emotions, my track of where I'm going, um, whatever I want to do and want to accomplish. I guess I kind of had that that wake up call that's like very scary to receive where it's like, okay, I only have a certain amount of time on this planet. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really working smarter for a very long time. I was just working harder or like being busy doing things. Um, but I really started to understand that I was wasting a lot of time and also not knowing how to enjoy present time and enjoying how to relax. So basically my whole like thing now that motivates me through life is how can I be the happiest person that I can be in every moment of every day? And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, there's ups and downs of life. Like, like you can't just, um, you know, I know there's, there's a thing going around like toxic positivity. And to me, I don't subscribe to that belief. I think that of course you have to go through the emotions. There are going to be negatives. There's going to be sad days. There's going to be some depressive days. There's going to be things that are out of our control, but it's how fast can I process those emotions to become 
back into the stage in the state where I can enjoy life fully. Because again, like I was talking about in the beginning, like just the fact that I exist blows my mind. And I want to, you know, really just dive in as much as I can to enjoying whatever this is, you know, if we, is it like waking up from a dream one day? Like, is it the matrix? Right. (laughs) um, I don't know if you've seen that new movie bliss with Owen Wilson and Selma Hayek. No, I haven't. (laughs) If you like stuff like the matrix, it's kind of similar to that. Um, But yeah, just kind of going on, on stuff like that. And uh, I, I found myself being very like, um, limited mindset, victim mindset, um, uh, gone through like anxiety and depression throughout college, um, found myself in places that I never thought I would end up, especially as a kid, you're like, Oh, like that, that sounds like something so far away. Uh, and then when you experience those, those lows, it's just, I, I am grateful for them now because it shows me, okay, that's the, that's the contrast side of how I want to experience life. How can I stay as far on this side now that I can. So. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. You, you know, you're, you're, um, I wish I had kind of realized those things that you, everything you just described earlier on, you know, maybe in my early twenties, mid twenties and appreciated all that because now I'm a lot more conscious of all of that, you know, um, you know, enjoying every moment, living in the present mindfulness, you yeah. know, so, so, yes. there. And it's a what? daily practice. So I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 definitely. You know, meditation, um, yeah. you know, all that good stuff, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, mental, um, you know, mental health, mental wellness and all of that stuff, you know, For sure. we all like forget to, and, and I find myself as well as like, you get very, like, if I have to say like one thing that I, would get into a lot is like the feeling of overwhelm and it's just learning how to take a step back, not feeling overwhelmed and realizing like, okay, I have a lot more power to decide a lot more power to do, um, whatever it may be, you know, just believing in yourself as corny as it might sound. It's learning that every day, how capable you are of things. Oh, no doubt. No (laughs) doubt. Because yeah, you're right. You know, time flies. Uh, yeah. You know, we ha- we only get one life and, let you know, we got to make the most of it. And, um, you know, yeah, you get into, like you said, um, the, the, all that, philo- you know, the philosophical stuff, right? You know, why are we here? What, what, what's our purpose and all that? And those are relevant questions. I, I yeah, I trip out on that too, you know, on those questions and, uh, you know, whatever that may be. But, but yeah, no, I, I definitely can relate to that. I empathize with that. You know, yeah, it, I try not to get there too often, or try to put people there too often, because you know <laughs> that can be like real. That can that can be a deep hole, like yeah. very quickly. So it's more of like when I found out how to make that motivate me, as opposed to <laughs> depress mm-hmm. me. That was like the best <laughs> lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no doubt, flip. So tell us what's next for you. What are, what are some goals that you have set forth? And, uh, what, I mean, yeah, what's, what's, what's going on? What, what do you have on the, I know you have your, um, video dropping on May 28th, right? Yes. Or, I, I'm uh, super, Smile High Club. Yes. Which, by the way, I love that title, the Smile High Club. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I thought it was like, I thought it was kind of clever. Um, but yeah, so I was working with, um, this, really amazing studio called Pixel Pirate Studios. Um, I'd actually come across um, the the founder of the company just randomly at Venice one day, really nice dude started talking to a mutual friend of mine. And then we started to just like ask what we were doing, had actually no idea how good his stuff was. And then in quarantine, he had sent me an email saying like, Here's some videos that um, I've done so far of like music videos. Um, if you ever want me to do anything, like be more than happy. I immediately watched some of the videos in his portfolio and was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, wow. So, What's yeah. his name? Can, his name can, is Obi. Obi? Yes. 
Yeah. And oh, then awesome. him, and then uh, I think he has a team of animators and um, and illustrators and just concept artists that he works with through the Pixel Pirate Studios. Um, if he doesn't, then he is secretly a one man powerhouse that <laughs> like he doesn't say that, you know, that he's yeah by himself. I think he's got a team. Mm. But um, yeah, so we've been actually working since September of last year, getting this together and it's now ready and um, going to be released on May 28th. So really excited for the first music video. And uh, it's done, Flip. It's complete. It's done. It's going to be released on the 28th, um, ready to watch on YouTube awesome. um, and all okay. streaming platforms. So or not all streaming. Sorry, I should not say that. It's definitely not going to be on all streaming platforms. <laughs> it's not going to be on like Netflix or anything like that. So I'm <laughs> YouTube for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then. Um, from there, um, I'm definitely going to be doing some more music videos uh, for Starry Eyed. Haven't made any of that happen yet, um, but I have also been working on some some new songs for hopefully a new project. So definitely stay tuned for that. That might be a few months down the road, but got some good stuff coming. So awesome, awesome, yeah. No, I can't wait. I can't wait, and um, it's. And you're also an entrepreneur. I just wanted to briefly touch on that. I know you, you, um, you're, you have, uh, I don't, skincare that you're involved with. Yeah. So I'm actually a network marketer as well. Um, okay. I actually have done this for the last two years and it's, it kind of is like a, a woman's entrepreneur group, but at the same time, anybody can join men and women. Um, and we sell cruelty-free vegan hair, skincare, uh, now wellness that we just dropped uh, September 2020. Um, all products that I completely stand by myself. I had a time with like health issues, skin issues, and started using the products. Um, my wellness and my health, I saw an extreme difference. And so once I realized that I was like, yeah, I'm going to back this company. I didn't know what network marketing was, had no idea what I was getting into. Um, but it's also helped that whole self-development, um, just mindset control, learning yeah. how to be the best version of yourself and showing up for not only yourself, but for a team of people, you know, like once you, you start being relied on, um, then it, it throws you in a whole different ball game where you got to check yourself real quick. Mm, that's yeah. awesome. So you got a lot going on. With... I do. I, I love having a lot going on though. I'm not going to lie. I like kind of a, a secret workaholic, but <laughs> it's okay. That's, hey, good for you. Good for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, definitely. Flip, where, where can, uh, before we go, uh, please tell us where we can follow you. We can connect with your music. Uh, go ahead and plug it, uh, all that good stuff. All right. So you can follow my main account uh, at Alex Filipowski. That it's kind of more of like the, the network marketing fun, my life side. I definitely still keep people up to date with my music on there. Um, and then you can also follow me at Flipadelphia. That is F-L-Y-P-A-D-E-L-P-H-I-A. I can't believe I just did that correctly. I'm usually pretty dyslexic <laughs> when I that <laughs> um, But that was always a play because my nickname has been Flip. Now my I just made it my artist name as well. Um, and whenever I would go anywhere, um, I have this one friend and her her boyfriend. Every time he sees me, he goes Flip, Flip, Flipadelphia from Always Sunny. Um, so we just kind of played off that for the music account. I've definitely got a lot to do on the music account, but there's still some good stuff on there. So definitely give both a follow. Absolutely. And where can we find Starry Eye? We can find it on uh, Spotify. Yes. I know that one for sure. Yes. So Spotify for sure. Apple Music for sure. You can actually find the whole project on YouTube as well. Um, it's just, you know, the cover art and you can listen to the tracks. Um, but there will be the official video coming out soon for Smile High Club. And hopefully we'll get some other music videos on YouTube, too, with the tracks going. So. Oh, wow. Awesome. I can't wait, Flip. I can't wait to see the video on the 28th. I'm so and excited for people to see it. I hope you and everyone else enjoys it. So. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out Flip. Alexander Filipowski, go check out her stuff on Instagram, on 
you know, Spotify, YouTube, all of, all of those platforms, and you will not be disappointed. You know, um, Flip, it's been such a pleasure having you here. Um, you're always welcome back. You know, I'm going to continue to support you any way I can, and hopefully we can collaborate in the future as well and have you back on. And, um, you know, it's, it's uh, that part of the essence of my podcast here is, it's an ongoing, once I bring on a guest, that guest becomes like my, uh, you know, kind of like my uh, you know, collaborator, an ongoing okay. collaborator, because I'm going to continue to, to support you and, and repost your content and, um, you know, share and, and follow and all of, all of that. So um, I, that's one thing that I really, really emphasize with each guest. And uh, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to, for being here. Oh, well, thank you so much. This was a great conversation. And and I am so grateful that you gave me and my music a platform to speak on it. Um, I love what you're doing. You're such a kind and and wonderful person and, and great host. Um, so I really, really appreciate being a part of this. So anytime you want me back, I'm here. I'll be here. <laughs> oh, thank you for saying that. Thank you for those kind words. I, I really appreciate that. And um, I, only, I only share the truth. So... <laughs> I appreciate you, Flip. I really do. And and uh, yeah, no, no. Let's continue to um, build community and and support one another in any way we can. But sure. um, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Let's get you back out in the future. Any shout outs you want to give out real quick before we go? I mean, I want to give a shout out to Surf. He definitely helped produce uh, the whole project, made it come into fruition. Definitely a shout out to Obi and uh, Pixel Pirate Studios for producing the the video that's going to be coming out soon and then basically uh not to do the oscar speech but my friends and family my <laughs> mom grandpa like ev my dad everybody who gave me any type of inspiration any type of life experience that has made me the person i am today so and a thank you to you as well oh absolutely absolutely well Thank you once again, Alexandra Filipowski, a.k.a. Flip. Ladies and gentlemen, go check her out. You just heard her story and um, what an extraordinary story it is. Once again, thank you for being here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank all of you for being here once again for tuning in on YouTube, on the audio platforms. And remember, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, if you think you're doing something extraordinary to inspire the human spirit, like I always say, um, then shoot me a DM on Instagram. We'd love to have you. Let's work something out. If you're, if you're, you know, a filmmaker, an entrepreneur, a podcaster, if you're, you know, paddle boarding in the Pacific Ocean with dolphins, I'd love to have you on here. So uh, for Alexandra, I'm a double A wishing you a great evening, day, wherever you're at. And uh, so don't forget to subscribe on Profile Pod TV here on YouTube for, um, so we'll we'll be back. We'll be back for another episode of of Profile Pod TV. So thanks again for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Always remember to take it easy. Thanks a lot, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely.